constant throb. I'm sorry. Constant throb. Right? Oh, That's what throb. we just watched, right? A constant throb. Episode 10? Isn't that the song from Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Constant throb. <laughs> all through his days. Like, hold on, let me make sure this episode is the right episode. Hey, we just did nine. Oh, man. We just did nine, so it must throb. be 10. I think we're on 10. Okay. There's only two episodes left. Yeah, because Hurst and 12. Okay, yeah, got it. All right, yeah, that's it. So right. we're on constant throb. Yeah, constant throb. We are men of constant throb. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Anyways. Where the I'm, points are made up and the rules don't matter. <laughs> I'm Ben Seiler, and uh, we talk about Deadwood on this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Chad uh, Barton, and this is oh, also no. Ben Seiler. Got the order mixed up. <laughs> he should have been me. <laughs> no, there's no Jordan on this show. There is no Jordan. I'm Stephen T. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, uh, what uh, happened this episode? This week on Brandon. Anyways, um, we're, uh, we watched a show called Deadwood. Uh, the ben, title of the episode was A Constant Throb. Ben, what, what happened in this episode besides Con Stapleton's penis? Oh, yeah, and, and his camel toe. Oh, yeah. I saw very clearly. In his yeah, do you think that was staple the, toe. the actor's, uh, Peter Jason's uh, penis, or do you think it was a stunt I'd penis? Sooner Those see were that his than, testicles. Then they'd yeah. be like, should we put something in there? And it's like, no, why? No. It's just <laughs> like he's got a big old nut sack. Let's just have him hang down yeah. inside of his pants like They're that. They're covered. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the texture you don't want to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Was he also like smuggling a cucumber in his pants over there? Or like what? Because it was like, it was weird looking. Yeah. Like off to the side. We took like, all the right things away from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go through what happened. What, what all happened? right. Uh, back at the start. Oh, yeah. Before the cucumber. Okay, so... Uh, okay, in this episode, Mrs. Ellsworth gets shot at. That's true. That's the main in thing. In the street. And uh, the ripple effects of everything that happens surrounding that. Uh, uh, superhero elsewhere engine. Good dives Lord. Dives off the balcony. To, Good God. To escort her to back into the gym. Last into time he took a tumble off the balcony like that, he broke three of his yep. ribs. And That's twice up. he's gone off that balcony because of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was crazy. That was pretty, uh, you know. I mean, I mean, you could you could argue that it was, uh, you know, not a selfless act completely. Oh no, he but, doesn't want Hurst to take over all the fucking right, gold yeah, claims yeah. and all this. But it's still, it's like you kind of go like season one. Would you have ever imagined Hell no. him diving over Episode a balcony one, to, no. to to save her from being gunshot? <laughs> no. He's still. This is still only like his second or third conversation with her, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Right before it all happened, though, he did like kind of yeah. t- tip his coffee cup to her, or his his little right. teacup. Um, and we find out that they uh, hogtied Ellsworth because uh, they knew he would rightfully be stupid yeah. and run in and get shot. Yeah. And Deadwood operates in the world where hitting someone in the head has no ill effects. They just yeah. wake up a little bit later. Yeah. There's no concussion or anything. Yeah. yeah. You just put some smell and salts under their nose, and they just wake up. And right, they, yeah. And Dan's not above carrying somebody fully conscious over his head, like no, he just, arms he, and legs kicking like he, a turtle. He, he just didn't have no damn time to waste on that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just knocked Ellsworth out. And, yeah. And Dan sounded very uh, sage, almost like Al, when he was giving Ellsworth. Think about it. They say the exact <laughs> same thing, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, if you... If you had re- reacted angrily to Hurst, you would have gotten yourself and others killed. So 
I'm going to just, I just, if I did the right thing by knocking you out. And then Al says an abridged version upstairs to Mrs. Ellsworth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's like, I know that you don't have a lot of reasons to trust me given our history. Yeah. But would you mind walking across to the bank by yourself anyway, just yeah. to stick it to, <laughs> to yeah. him? Don't let the terrorists win. Exactly. I always look over here and that's not my camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems yeah. like a kind of foolhardy, like, you know, we're, we're going to stick it to hers by having you walk unprotected. Yeah. Like, like, she well, but it just... wasn't exactly unprotected. Silas was out there. Yeah. And, and Johnny, Johnny was had out a there. Gun and they're, they're correct in their, what they assume is hers plan. It did. Of course, it but also, she's the uh, bait. Yeah. They're trying to draw a bullock or elsewhere. It yeah. resulted in, uh, um, Hurst being so frustrated that he took out his frustrations on uh, EB mm-hmm. and spat, spit in his face, his face. And twice, then, and then said, said "This you, like, you better be, this shit better be on your face God, next God time." God help you see if you. I see you and you've cleaned yourself since this, right? So maybe Hurst's deal is that he likes to dominate people and you know, like to control others, and like that's what his. Insofar as Hurst is, it's almost like his fetish or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's very upset that. His messenger got killed in this episode. Who, yeah. according to oh, yeah. stuff online, is the messenger's name is Barrett, um, but we don't know that. He's just the head Pinkerton with a gray beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, after uh, after the Ellsworth thing, uh, or after uh, Mrs. Ellsworth thing, yeah, uh, Hurst sends this guy over to Alice with a message, which is kind of like par for the course now. This has happened several times. Send right, the guy yeah. over with a message. And mm-hmm. I'll fuck with Al, and Al is basically like, "I'm fucking done with this." Yeah, is like, yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like a very good long-term plan because anybody he sends over there next would then be killed by Hurst. You know, he can't communicate with Hurst anymore, right? Well, he doesn't want to communicate with Hurst anymore. There's nothing else to say. He knows he's sending 25 more guns. There's about to be right. 49 yeah. guns in town. That's why he won't send uh, <laughs> Danny to. Uh, where is he trying to send him to? Uh, Cheyenne or Cheyenne, something, right? Yeah. He's continually trying to send stuff to Cheyenne, and the the, the savior of this episode is the fact that. Uh, Adams knows Hawkeye, and, and, so, and yeah. for the second episode in a row, somebody, one of the henchmen, gets punched directly in the face for saying something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we don't we don't speak we don't Hawkeye's speak name, name around here. <laughs> but Adams is confident Hawkeye what will did, actually come with extra uh, what did hired guns. With Hawkeye? I forget now. The problem is Hawkeye will always get drunk and be late and go uh-huh. hang out with his girl he knows named Kate. Right. And then, but like when sh- they're coming along, they. Uh, Basically, so he vouches for Hawkeye. Hawkeye will be able to bring guns, and those guns will be able to kill. You know, he won't. It'll 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 work out. What what episode did he leave the show? <laughs> well, I don't remember because it's it's like we never saw him leave, but he got in lots of trouble for being late. Okay, so therefore he's he's uh, I don't know. It's, it's, you don't know whether or not he is even on the show, or if, if he has the ability to bring hard guns as told. Speaking of. Things that Don't I couldn't understand. recall or remember. The lady that Lane Grish talks to in this episode that I had to pause the episode and ask if I yeah. had an aneurysm and couldn't These, remember and who this person was. I will fully, fully uh, admit to the fact that I've seen the show four times now. And these, this the theater plot troupe. point is the thing I least understand. Well, okay. The theater troupe, again, I, I feel like I'm gonna take away from his enjoyment of the theater troupe. Oh, wait, wait, don't, don't tell me. I mean, there's not there's not much to tell. I mean, that's what takes away from the enjoyment. Yeah, I don't know. Just trying to 
explain the theater troupe. It, yeah, well, it's I, I guess like what I gather from it is that uh, this woman that we so hear, far. hear speak for the first time in this episode seems like which woman the, do you first? She, she the, said the, the, the one who was at the amateur night. The the woman, not who the juggler, okay. no, or not the the dancer. No, not the dancer lady. But, but the lady that the, the that, drawer, the yeah. one who's an artist. I I get the sense that she was hoping to like marry. Well, I, I think I think going from this episode and because nothing the theater troupe does ever sticks in memory, but <laughs> like except for Brian Cox, because it right. seems so low stakes in compare in comparison. And you to don't know these people, and you have never seen them before. New. You don't have like, and they all speak three years sure. And I keep thinking like something is going to happen with this uh, Con Stapleton having sex with this lady with thing. Claudia yeah and mm-hmm. I mean and maybe it's still might but it's just been a long I mean there's been like two well, or the, three episodes the reason that, that Claudia was trying to have sex with Con Stapleton was to make Lingrish jealous and she tears up when when uh, oh, Lingrish okay. talks about this woman he's the the younger woman who's been staying at Shaughnessy's they're going to adopt her and she's going to start oh, staying at the theater okay the, I think the implication is supposed to be the younger woman is his daughter and she's Irish or Euro- she's European and she's cut. She's been in Paris and she's a, the product of an earlier relationship. Mm. And the, I think that's what the implication is. And then the, the woman who's a painter is they make a reference to a sham that they're putting on. And so I think they're the reason she doesn't acknowledge she's the lover of, of him, the painter of, of, of Cox of Lingriche. And then mm-hmm. she's leaving. She gets her bags and leaves this episode because Lingriche is letting the other woman into the in. and the other woman has just showed up. He just knows she's here, but she hasn't even told him, and she doesn't even really interested in talking to him. So, but she's followed him to this town. Other woman, the, you're talking about the painter just showed up. The no, the painter left. Is she? We saw her pack her bags and Lingrisha's. <laughs> I know, but, but the dancer later at. Shaughnessy's. But I the has three girlfriends, and though one of them may be his daughter. I don't. I never got daughter from any of them. I just assume because she's younger. But she's that, much that, younger, and he doesn't really know her. But it's a theater troupe. I think she's like, like a. I think she's kind of predatory. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And so, and, so and like, the young new blood is coming in, and so he's he's jilting his previous squeeze. And Just also so, Claudia, who really likes him. But 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 the like he's doing it in a very like theatrical. I'm good at acting, so I come across like the good guy kind of way. Right. Well, no, but he he when he talks to painter lady who we previously saw sitting in the lobby the restaurant in red and mm-hmm. not acknowledging the theater troupe yeah and we've had a conversation on her about on any ways before where yes. we just she i i think at, she, at the time i was like should i know who this is and you were like no i was like wait for it wait for it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be so good um but uh i think okay i don't think it would be spoiling anything to say to this. the theater troupe is not a beloved part of the deadwood season three experience that's all i'm gonna say i do know that much okay I yeah. do know that people do not enjoy the theater troupe. I mean, so far, I... I speak from past experience. <laughs> so far, I I mean, I don't, like, have a problem with yeah, the theater fine. troupe stuff. No, no. And, like, it's and, just, like Brian, Croc- Brian Cox is incredible. I'm oh, glad yeah. I'm glad he's on I, the show. I, but it's just, it, it's a little convoluted and over my head a little bit. Like, I don't like, think it's, it's over your head. I think it's, it's over hard, anyone's head. It's just it's not... Just it's hard to comprehend what's happening and, yeah, and why we should care. I, I guess bleak. just because they needed more time to do set things up or and they're counting yeah. on their season four to sure pay right yeah. and i yeah that's the other thing is like i just you just know that eventually it would make sense but i think we're all united in the sense that lingrish is a ladies man of a sort sure he may yeah. have 
Other well, yeah, because he sees he sees what's her, the dancer lady at the show, and is me like, woo, and, 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 and like that's when all her. his plans change. No, no, the dancer lady he has a prior relationship to, though she knows who he is. Really? Yeah, from their conversation in Shaughnessy's, I think. Uh, I'll have to go look through the script, but not on this time. Yeah, I thought I thought it was just like uh, <laughs> here's my my takeaway was he he my takeaway was that he had the 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 he just saw her and like maybe I maybe community mistaken. night or whatever and to 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 feel out like talent they could use yeah and also hot chicks and then he found her yeah and then he asked about the exotic woman staying at Jonas's right. he found her but right. I. Again, I checked. I because she wasn't ha, didn't have fans and stuff around her. Yeah. I didn't necessarily recognize that as her until sure. about halfway through the scene. Yeah. Just like I didn't recognize that that was the drawing lady. That, yeah, yeah. Who we saw a few scene, like one scene, like six episodes ago. Yeah, and we did see her reacting to the dancing lady. Oh, okay. In this, in the 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 sort of. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say community night. I mean, amateur show, night. Whatever, amateur night. Amateur show. night. Yeah, yeah. Like when when she's dancing and he's going, you it cuts to her going. The drawing lady? Yeah, looking at her. God, okay. Yeah. But, I was yeah. supposed to get that, okay. Yeah. But you, so <laughs> you think that, that the, the woman that's sleeping with Khan uh-huh. is his daughter? No, no. The woman sleeping with Khan is, likes Lingrish and she's just trying to get him jealous. That's all. Okay. The, I, I Who do you think, think is his I just daughter? think the, the, the Castanets fans lady is, is maybe his daughter because of the difference in age. But you're, you, may, you may be right. Also, because she knows him and doesn't, wouldn't, it doesn't seem to be very... She has, seems to have a prior thing with him. Oh. And he doesn't really know her. Yeah. But that, that, that's all. And then, and then the tragedy is that the lady in red, painter lady, takes her as a rival lover, but she's not. Okay. That's a, I think we've solved it. But it's great. She's like presumptuous. <laughs> What? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she's she's playing him to to be able to stay yeah. in the theater, and he's like, "Well, you." But he does seem like pissed at her. Yeah. In that scene, so that's weird. Yeah. We'd have to go to the know. tape, and we just don't. We don't have. Time we don't know why he's game. mad at the other guy. <laughs> we we are also gonna do like a series recap mm-hmm. later, so we can kind of. You know, like It'll all make sense. Re- after research the some of these things for yeah. later. Uh-huh. The movie the movie's gonna solve everything. Uh, um, also, this time. Doc, who again we've seen just a sliver of the season, but he is—he's a longer. He is feeling a little bit better little because he older. yells at Tolliver for messing with his wound and self-mutilating or mutilating. Because oh, yeah, yeah. he, he was checking for pus. Oh, no, yeah. he wasn't. He was trying to he, kill himself. What? He, I mean, he was. He wasn't checking for pus. Here's here's what he was doing. <laughs> you saw through he, his he was, he was he was throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Because he didn't get his way in the Joni situation, so he went back to his room and started picking at his <laughs> knife wound. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just fucking die. <laughs> oh, and we got introduced to uh, fan favorite Janine in this episode. That's what it's like to interview to to work at the Bell Union anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Someone just calls no, you stupid. Your name's stupid. Well, how about we call you stupid? <laughs> we can figure something else out. And yeah. you have to presume that $5 as an advance is such a large amount of money that she's just like, this is a great deal. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, otherwise, but everything she, he says to her. And she doesn't know if she should close the door or not, and but she just lingers too long. Well, she keeps doing this. Yeah. Over and over. Just yeah. keeps looking back out and then looking in. Almost like he missed his cue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's sitting there. No, no, you're supposed to say that. And yeah. then, there's always these downtrodden prostitutes who get horribly treated by Cy Tolliver, and you're always like, well, maybe they're going to give the actor a moment of like Java. dignity. 
<laughs> Who's and, I? Yeah. He has some dignity when he's like you just said, licking his lips like Job of the Hut. Yeah. The most we can hope for with Sai is humanity. Yes. Which is just that he is capable of being vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And he has that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually meant the uh, the woman. Like, oh. uh, like, what does it mean to be a a character whose only beats are to be beaten mercilessly? Like, I, I just feel yeah, like yeah. like she is uh, punching bag number six mm-hmm. at the Bella Union. Yeah. Yeah. But but again. That there may be more to that at some point. Um, I also, there's a thread that I want to bring up, which is everyone thinks Alma is hot shit, which I really love. Which is like all we saw. I think the last episode, all the prostitutes at the gym are just like talking yeah, about. Yeah, what is what is going on with this ongoing plot line with the, just, with the back like, room of the prostitutes? My impression, and and I could be wrong, is that uh, they're like kicking themselves for not trying to strike up a conversation with her. <laughs> And they're kind of like they just want to be friends with her. They're, star, they're starstruck. She's a celebrity. She's yeah. fucking awesome. Sure, she's and, a fancy and, and lady. Trixie gets to talk to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they call well, Trixie. Why wouldn't she talk to us? They call Trixie that bank lady. Like Trixie, they don't oh, even I think know, Chrissy. They, they call oh, I'm sorry, Alma that bank lady. I'm sorry, you're right. Trixie talks to that bank lady. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Trixie talks to the bank. Lady. Yeah, but there's also uh, Jer- Jewel gets really excited about serving Jewel her too, yeah. bacon and eggs. Yeah, she wants to see which one she eats from. And, and there's it's just lovely when Trixie is like lies to her that she's eaten. It's, she, it was, she and, and, both. and she has this smile on her face when she's lying to her. Yeah. And and I think Trixie's goal is to make fun of Jewel, maybe, yeah. but but Jewel to, it's, like, like it's, it I think makes her day. In the room, I think that is the goal. And mm-hmm. then outside of the room, I think it's genuine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It's just to like make her feel nice. Yeah. She did eat. Yeah, yeah. She did it. She did cartwheels. And it. <laughs> Which place are you from? She it from a fucking boat. I'm going to start saying it. It's as good. past tense of to eat. What about Hugo Jari? Um, we, didn't we have Hugo Jari? Was that... The hell did he do this episode? Didn't he talk to... Yeah, he, he definitely talked to Mr. Hurst. Oh, yeah. Hurst told him it's time for you to go home because he, he thought he was insinuating a homosexual relationship. Oh, God, he, I forgot <laughs> about that with the Socrates thing and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says, you keep calling yourself Alcibiades to my Socrates. Are you proposing some sort of homosexual connection between us? And he's like... he's like, I forget get, that part of the story. <laughs> and then afterwards, he's like down on bended knee yeah. talking to him. Yeah. He just... he, he Well, it's the second time in the story where he doubles down on that. I think Al Swearingen had a similar thing where he's like... We, you know, and he always says like this would mutually benefit us both. Like he get, he, he immediately doubles down on like like the the in, innuendo. Whatever, yeah, the innuendo yeah. or whatever the 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 misinterpretation was. He sure. says he's uh, like no, but if that's what you glean from it, then if, perhaps yeah. my counter is this. Yeah. As you gaze upon me, sir, recall that some unions of convenience may outlast those conceived in passion. It's time for you to go back to Yankton. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and the, the, his purpose is to say, I have all these soldiers. They'll vote any way you want in the election. And I think he's, Hearst is so disgusted by him because he's fawning uh, that he, he then tells his man, uh, the gray-headed Pinkerton, to, I think, to convey to him how he wants the election to go. Mm. And I think that's what, even though it's not in the episode, I think that's what Bullock is doing in Sturgis is election-related activities. Um Oh, because he would be. It's the also sheriff. good that he wasn't there because something would have popped off. Yeah, but he'd be the sheriff of more than just Deadwood. It would be more like a county thing. No, no, I think. Well, I'm confusing. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, 
wouldn't be a I, county I, sheriff. I, I just remember, I remember from my uh, prior watching that, that when he does election things, he does certain things where he has to leave the camp to do those election things. Huh. Could be. Maybe he um, just has to file paperwork somewhere yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 He has to make his ex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just looking. Does Charlie Utter say Miss Stubbs? Uh, no, but he looks up at her and it's oh, yeah. like implied. Oh yeah, there, there, there's, <laughs> the an implied, there's an implied Miss Stubbs, and then she tur- and then you made the joke. She turns and goes to Jane and is like, "Look who's out the window! <laughs> Look, it's Charlie Utter." <laughs> oh, well, they, they have a tender moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite speeches in this entire series. I mm-hmm. love that. She, where she has the where she basically the, recites every interaction with her and, and the post, Charlie Utter. The post premonition. <laughs> The post premonition. Yeah, she has a. Post- oh yeah, she she has a, she has a, <laughs> a prophetic dream about past events. Past events. <laughs> yes. Well, she she. I, Don't I, you know? <laughs> this is the day that you failed to protect that little girl. Well, it's all you know. It's all a lead on to her being comfortable with, with Joni kissing her. Right. But it's like, uh, what's so lovely? Yeah, she, she like buries that in there at mm-hmm. first, and yeah. it's a little too subtle. And, and then, then she, she has re- to come back around. She repeats it, again. it and repeats yeah. it while being too scared to look Joni in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joni was too scared to look uh, to somebody in the face this episode. Oh. Uh, she was. She was either, I think she was talking to Mrs. Bullock. Oh. Uh, but she was looking off, and it may have been last episode. But the whole time she was talking to her, she wouldn't look her in the eye. Yeah. Well, at the schoolhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Please excuse us. We're watching these like back to back to back, so sometimes we forget we, we, some yeah, details there's some of things. Overlap. <laughs> Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. The the, uh, the speech that the Jane gives, what's it's very complicated in terms of what she's saying, and she gets kind of confused in terms of like the past tense and the she future tense. She starts singing row 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 your boat. She's, yeah, she starts singing row 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 your boat, yeah, which is incredibly funny. That's and <laughs> she talks about how scared she got when Swearingen first uh, scared her in the second episode of the first season. She said you don't want to interfere with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then she talks about how even on the days where she screwed up, they also saved the orphan from Swearingen and secreted her away from camp and, and sung row, row, row your boat to her. And then in her dream, Charlie says, don't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Any evenings in your life, you made mistakes. Remember where even evenings you were, you was as most ashamed as you ever thought you could ever be are able to wind up. And don't fucking only remember the middle of the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can't parse that right oh, now. No. I don't know exactly what she's trying to say. But what she's trying to say, I think, is that you know, even on the days that you think you've screwed up the most you ever had, there's still a chance that liable something good that you didn't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't just remember, remember the middle of the dream where you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's remember it. the end. Remember the, remember, yeah. remember the outcome, too, yeah. not just yeah. the mistakes. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of a very hopeful message for both her and Joni, mm-hmm. which yeah. you, they both feel they've done. That's a real generous perspective there, Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> they both feel they've done horribly in life, and yet they, they are trying to be optimistic. And uh, Charlie, even in her dream, was just pissing in her ear. Pissing in her ear, <laughs> even then. And he's right now standing out the window. <laughs> yeah, he comes to relieve uh, Adam's. Oh because, right, there's because, that whole uh, thing. Charlie's and like, then, uh, and then Jane makes fun of him for being for being Al's stooge. Like boy, yeah. yeah. Well, no, but I really love the moment where Charlie is like talking to Al, and he's like, "I'm gonna go uh, the Blaznov see into Merrick's wounds." Yeah. And then 
I was like, why would you say that to me? Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and because, and then Tell even me. as he's saying it, Charlie realizes, well, I'm treating you like a regular person. Yeah. And then he like, he just keeps saying the phrase about Merrick and Blazdoff and he just backs away and starts saying, I would let, like, I don't take fucking orders. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> get Adam's back over here to do whatever nefarious. Uh, when the fuck did we it? suddenly become partners? Yeah. God yeah. Damn yeah. It. And he's I right. stumbled into the wrong saloon. Because <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't imagine Charlie being... Well, he was okay that one time when they were murdering somebody and he just like grabbed somebody and like steered him out of the saloon. But he generally yeah. seems like the type he wouldn't be down with. No, no. I like, honestly think well, that Bullock is more down with it than But when there's 50 fucking, you know... Well, at least, you know, 25 fucking dudes are in town to cause trouble and possibly like usurp the entire local government. Yeah. Yeah. Alliances yeah. have to be formed. Pick your damn side. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it is like this everybody in the town is pretty much like, let's hang around with Swear Engine. Swear Engine's great. And it, Alma is like, I mean, he's the, he killed he's the Alma's other, husband, and she's like, thank you, Mr. Swear He's Engine. the other power broker in town. That's the it. The devil you know. He's, yeah. He's, he's the dead. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's believable. And you, and you also, you can't go with Psy because Psy is. Well, he's, he's always a mess. Yeah. I mean, like, he's, he's, he's admitted and he, that and he, he is a dog. To he he is <laughs> to, in, to money he's in her hers. pocket yeah and 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 not even from that I think there's there's a fear that keeps him there too yeah I feel like there there's not a lot of courage inside where Al is a little more uh, well he's uh, not rebellious he's not sure that he can fight Hurst right and he doesn't want to die right not really yeah <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it's stupidity on Al's part but but Al does come across as a little more defiant. Yeah. I well, you gotta be a little stupid. You gotta to be wanna fight, to want to yeah. fight that kind of guy. First. If, you, if you if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. <laughs> I, I really like. I don't really like the moment where Al kills the the white haired dude. Like I, I like. It's understandable. Obviously, the guy's been built up, and Al even recites all the things that he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all the things that he's done are nothing compared to the things that we've seen Al do. Right. Like you know, you shot at a woman. Well, even uh, right at the end, but he was same, like, "Everything I was saying, I'm just trying to butter you up and get information out of you." Yeah. But you got anything else time, to say? All right, bye. Same time, fuck that guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we've seen him shoot it. We we understand he shot at a woman, and we understand that he. I uh, don't think he beat up Merrick. I don't. Yeah. 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 And but he's also a Civil War veteran mm-hmm. who served with Captain Turner. Rest mm-hmm. his rest in peace. And he basically he rest also in, he also informed <laughs> rest in pepperoni. Wrestle in peace. Wrestle in peace. He's getting greased up in in, in Valhalla right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, like uh, <laughs> he he informs Al that Turner had the could have killed Dan. But but he held back on Hurst's instruction. Sure, he had, he and, wanted to prolong the fight. Yeah, right, and I think that makes Al ring. But it's pretty gruesome where he takes this man's head and cuts his throat, and then we have this long shot of just him but bleeding. He does, but he doesn't even like make a quick show of it. No, it's he like, just it's drags like, it. Yeah, it's very strange how he like just yeah just slowly drags it across his throat like he's just enjoying it for a second, yeah. and mm-hmm. then just drops him. I mean, this puts. Off. Pause to my hero worship of Al. I'm just like that dude. And the guy, he goes, no, Mr. Swearingen, you okay. seem like a I'm in. fuck that guy. <laughs> he's like, Mr. Swearingen, you seem like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I, that's right. what. Yeah, that's what sets him off. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Right? It's he's like, like you and me ain't cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> let's like, not pretend here. Let me kick uh, you in the fucking balls a few times. Let's put some misconceptions to bed right now. Yeah. Okay, we don't have much time, but and I'm not the host, but Chad, what? How much? I'm not the fucking host. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yes. How do you? How do you? How do you feel about Swearingen in terms of uh, how good he is? I would say that you're pretty high, right? Sure. I like, mean, 
again, right now he's he's small business owner Swearingen, so he's he's know, a hero to the camp. Yeah, it's like Republicans and Democrats can agree. Small business owner, good. Yeah, yeah. And, and Bullock is Bullock is pretty low in your estimation. Rich, big wig, oil man, bad. bad. <laughs> can they both agree on that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't agree on that part. And Bullock or Tolliver are much lower, right? Um, well, Tolliver is almost irrelevant. Tolliver's a survivor. Yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a dog. He is a dog. Yeah. Uh, and then Hurst is you know. Satan. Satan. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we say that constantly, but he's like, it's true. Yeah. He's, he's got too many thetans in him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he needs another uh, chiropractic. He's another Reiki. I, I, I don't, I don't know if we said it online, but one of you guys, we, we talk a lot about the Marvel cinematic universe here on anyways. <laughs> I don't know and, why. And I think Jordan made the idea that, that Hearst is a very similar villain to the Thanos character from the Marvel. Universe. He has a, he has a I cupcake I told you that chin. in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> he has a cupcake chin, just he, like Thanos. He has a cupcake chin. But he's also vaguely... He likes snapping. He's a zealot. He's a zealot, He's yeah. a zealot, yeah, yeah. He, 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 uh, yeah. He's all, seemingly he, all He has a, 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 a sense of grandiosity. and uh, He controls reality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just an all-powerful guy who doesn't... The laws of mere mortals do not apply to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's just that, that he, he's... Like you, you said in a previous episode, that there's nothing scarier than... Uh, than a bad guy with like convictions, yeah, or or uh, principles. principles, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. It's it's not he's not doing this for like greed. No, it's he's, like it's his destiny. Yeah, and he's, you can't he's, argue he's with to, a lunatic like that. Die for the color. Yeah, <laughs> for all all the colors <laughs> on on his glove. <laughs> yeah. And he just is like like Thanos. He's increasing in power. Like this is a very powerful man. Yeah. Um, yeah. You. Uh, this is kind of. The he's got the type of stuff he does all the time. Yeah. You know. He's got. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his his black order. <laughs> oh. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. It's those are the like guys we should like moonwalk out of this situation. <laughs> anyway. Is that everything? Uh, I, I, I had the script out, not the synopsis, but... Well, any- then we'll say yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Anyways. <laughs> That's now like our catch. <laughs> like, ten years from now, when we meet in the street, we'll just say, anyway. Anyway. <laughs>